0: yo what's up ladies and g's much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time i'm your host deandre emerson look we still going strong we got a couple days left of black history month here in february aka black future month and today i have another special segment that i want to dive into this is actually about my girl santia deck who is known as the queen of abs now she is a history making professional female football player author fitness model tv personality public speaker and social media consultant with well over 800,000 loyal engaged followers i mean she's made history by becoming the highest paid woman to play professional football i mean she signed a multi-million dollar deal with the women's football league association and became the first female athlete to own her very own sneaker company come on. I know y'all excited about this. I just said a lot. She's amazing. And listen, she's worked with big brands. I'm talking Nike, Adidas, GNC, Fashion Nova, Gymshark, and so many others as she's been running full speed after her dreams. And I just want to take the time to go ahead and highlight on her excellence on her magnificent abilities on her gifts and her talent that she has been sharing with all of us and i just want to say thank you santee if you're listening to this right now i appreciate the love and support as always and listen ladies and gentlemen y'all know what we do here make sure you bring your family together especially your children right those who want to be professional football players stars athletes who want to Chase after their dreams, need some motivation and encouragement, make sure they tap into this. You know, cut the volume up, grab your snacks and let's do what we do best. It's time to level up. Let's get it. Are you ready? Level up daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities Turn on to level me up, Turn on to level me up. yeah Now your host DeAndre Evans Turn on to level me up, Turn on to level me up Yeah It's time to level up. She is considered the queen of abs, a history in the making professional football uh, player, author, fitness model, TV personality, uh, public speaker, social media consultant with well over 800,000 loyal, engaged followers. She's a former track and field collegiate athlete who made history by becoming the highest paid woman to play professional football. I mean, signing a multi million dollar deal with the Women's Football League Association and becoming the first female to actually own her very own sneaker company called Tronus. She's also worked with Nike, Adidas, GNC, Fashion Nova, Gymshark, and so many other brands. And now she's running full speed after her dreams and continue to break down barriers to show other men and women what's possible. I have none other than my girl, Miss Santia Deck. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good, good, good. So tell us what's going on right now. Where are you at? How are you feeling today? What's What's going on in your world?
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, it's been a a busy last few months. Um. I launched my shoe company back in uh June, twenty twenty, and it's just been like full steam ahead <laughs> ever since then. Okay. So uh, we just released a new pair of uh like a colorway, and then we actually just released another one, like literally like, or about to at six o'clock today, uh, for breast cancer awareness. So it's just been a lot going on with like the shoes and launching and dropping new shoes and blah, blah, blah. So everything's been great, just busy, but I mean, a good busy. So yeah.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> well, listen, I guess we got the first exclusive tip on this new shoe that's coming out, right? Pretty, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so listen, I, I appreciate you so much for coming on. What I like to do is open up the floor to my guests and uh, dive into a little bit of your backstory, if you don't mind. Uh, for those who may not know of you, uh, just tell us, you know, how you grew up. How did Young Miss Antia become this professional football uh, athlete here?
1: yeah so um i was born in greenville south carolina um raised in houston and then i moved to atlanta after college pretty much um but i grew up in a very um loving uh sports uh dominated family so we all were athletes Uh, my brothers played football Uh, my sister was a gymnast when she was little Um, i ran track all my life and now i play football so um literally our summers and our our days were like filled with sports and running around going from games to practice and everything like that um my mom was very very supportive of everything we did um but for the most part I mean I had a great childhood
0: got you I love that I love that so pretty much you growing up you played sports with your other brothers and sisters are you the oldest or are you the youngest or are you in the middle
1: so I'm in the middle I have a twin brother a uh, little brother Older brother and older sister. Well, my brothers were. My sister, she's a lot She's a lot older than us. So she was kind of like out of the house, you know, when we were like really old enough to really do stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my brothers, we were always outside doing stuff.
0: Got you. So let me ask you, because I know as a brother, like I'm the youngest, right? My sister's older than me. I don't know how I would feel if my sister's out there playing football with me. Cause it's like, I'm on guard. Not only do I, I want to win the game, but I got to protect you at all costs. So like, what was that, right. you know, that relationship <laughs> with your brothers, were they protected? Um, like what were they doing?
1: <laughs> I was very much a tomboy. So like, I was doing like everything that, uh, that they were doing. But of course, if it was like, you know, I guess the street football game, then my older brother wouldn't really let me get involved. Mm-hmm. But, um, for the most part, like if it was two hand touch or whatever, like you know, I was out there. So um I think honestly, that's probably why I I'm pretty good now because I was out there practicing for fun, not realizing it's you know prepare me for where I'm at now. So so
0: yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably i would do. I'd probably, I'd probably lose all my friends. You know, if they hit my sister the wrong way by accident. Right. Like yeah, yeah no, we got a problem. I mean,
1: that's definitely how my older brother was for Like he was not
0: really with it but you know <laughs> yeah yeah gotta be on guard with that type of stuff okay okay mm-hmm. I got you well listen so I know you you went through this journey of obviously starting from point A to point B from a young girl growing up in South Carolina right to becoming this professional football player um, you know what was that journey like for your mom and your dad I know you say your mom was supportive of what you were doing what about your dad did he say you know yeah go for it or was he was like eh, I don't know about this you had those type of talks at all
1: yeah, so my mom was, I mean, both of my parents were like, eh, I mean, are you sure you want to do that? But um, I think after I played LFL for a little bit, um, and then I got into rugby, they were like, okay, I mean, you're, you're handling it well, you're handling the hits, you know, you know how to protect yourself. So I think it wasn't a big deal after that. But um, yeah, same with my dad. My you know—my dad was like, you know, that's what, what you want to do, okay. Uh, so I didn't really have any backlash from my family. Of course, my brothers that actually played, they were, like, more so – they were – I'm not going to say they weren't supportive, but they were, like, well, you know, they all had concussions. Mm-hmm. They all got, you know, injured at some point in their career. So they were more so, like, we don't want you to go through that, you know, and you're not used to it. You know, you're not used to getting hit. We've been playing since we are you know, little boys. So mm-hmm. our body's used to that. And you're coming from track and field, going into a non – you know, contact world is completely different. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just more worried about injury for me. Um, but, you know, when they saw that I could do it, they were like, oh, okay, you know still be yeah. careful, but just, you know, but they, you know, my family's really supportive. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. Got you. Got you. No, I, I definitely had to ask, because I know there's a lot of parents out there that may be listening and tuning in and they're like, I don't know about that, but just to hear from yeah. your insight and hear how your parents supported you. I think that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing to have that support all the way around. You know, with that being said, I'm, I'm very curious because um, for one, you're in a very obviously male dominated sport, right? That's what everybody mm-hmm. say. And, you know, what was, you you would say, based on your opinion, your your biggest challenge, you know, going into this and pursuing your dream, and and how did you overcome it? Was it the critics? Was it you know a self you know preparation that you had to get into? Was it anything along those lines?
1: Um, I would say definitely probably just the the naysayers of the 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 men really, because it's not a lot of women that was like. I mean, it was a few women that were like, "Oh, you shouldn't do that," but it's not too many women that weren't supportive. But of course, the men that you know feel like women shouldn't do anything that's I guess male dominated, they had something to say, but, um, I mean, I grew up, I, I not grew up, but I started my business, you know, 2014. So I'm used to crit, like critics and people like not feeling everything that you're doing. And, you know, um, me being a woman who has always been kind of in a male dominated world. Like I'm going see, I'm a business owner, you know, um, playing football, you know, playing rugby, all of that. Like I'm used to men feeling like, Oh, like you're too, uh, pretty to play or you're too fragile you should be in the kitchen having kids whatever like you know like I got all those comments so um I just have very thick skin and I I think because I know myself and I know what I'm capable of it doesn't really bother me um as much as it used to so like I just have to kind of roll with the punches it's what comes with the territory um and so like I just you know I've been able to just adjust and like I just ignore people at this point so
0: yeah yeah, you just like, listen, I'm doing me regardless of what people say.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, because that going to stop me. So,
0: right, right. I love that. I love that too. And that's a good, a good segue into my next question, too, just based on self discipline, right? Because you really got to be disciplined in how you go about things and how people see you. And, you know, you just getting up every single day, right, to go after your dream. Like, what mm-hmm. was that, what was that mind frame for you? You know, just waking up, knowing that people talk and doing this and that. You know, how did you prepare mentally? to really you know keep pushing forward in in this pursuit here
1: for me it was just like I have very very good self-awareness like I'm very self-aware of like myself um so like it I don't really think it was anything that I had to like prepare for every day because it's just like I had so many other things to worry about um and I and I never like I've been like this since I was a kid like I never fit in I never tried to you know fit into like what was cool or what people were doing I was always like doing my own thing in life so like I never and still never and still don't care really what people do or say about me because at the end of the day what is that like how is that affecting me because you don't like what I'm doing so I just continue about my day I do what I got to do I live in a very like peaceful world I don't really um, entertain anything negative so for me it's just like I just deflect it and I just continue doing what I got to do so um, it's not something that I have to be like, okay, today's going to be one of those days where people are talking and like, I just, I know it's going to come and I know how to like, just shrug it off and keep it moving. Like that's part of life. You just have to know how to adjust and, um, you know, adjust and allow like people to do what they're going to do because they're going to do it anyway. Even if I don't want people to talking about certain situations, they're going to do it because they can, and there's nothing I can do. So when things are out of my control, I don't dwell on it. I can, I only dwell on what I know I can control, which is my emotions my temper, my mouth, you know, how I, you know, um, deal with certain situations. And as long as I'm doing me and, you know, I'm keeping a peace, and I'm keeping my, you know, I'm staying within my character, I don't really have any issues. You know, if people got issues with me, that's them, but I don't have any issues. So it has nothing yeah. to do with me.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. You're like, listen, I'm, I'm good over here, fam. Like my peace and aura is all good. Yeah. Like I
1: don't, <laughs> media negativity don't go hand in hand. So like, I don't, I don't entertain anything that's negative to be quite honest.
0: So now I'm super curious, just hearing that reply, you know, how you deal with things. You don't really let things get to you to a certain sense. Um, I'm curious how that plays a role into your business life. Right. Cause Obviously, Mm -hmm. it's it's really all business, right? From professional football player, right, to also owning your own sneaker, right? (laughs) It's like nonstop, back to back. How are your daily operations going with you being the first female-owned company with your own sneaker shoe, right? Like, how how is that going for you? And really, how did that start?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it started. I always tell people like the shortest like answer I can give you because it's kind of a long story. Um, It's like an opportunity that turned into an opportunity. Um, Pretty much, I was a brand ambassador for another company um the designer shoe designer of that company kind of saw that I was really I was doing well selling their shoes he was like oh have you ever thought about a signature line I was like no but I'm down and so he you know we kind of talked I told him how I wanted it to look the colors all that he created a shoe um he, he mocked it up and I posted it on my Instagram it went like people loved it then he was like okay cool you got a really great response what about like a, a signature line so more than one shoe more than one uh, colorway and I was like okay, like, why would I say no to that? So we talked about it again. We sketched them up. I posted it a second time, and it went even more crazy. So by that time, my mom, who's my manager, she was like, oh, we should maybe, like, look into something bigger, like a shoe company. And I was like, ah, uh, I don't really know. There's so many, like, big dog companies out here. We have to go against Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, all these really big companies. And uh, she was like, well, I really think you can do it. You know, you have the fan base. You have the support. Um, you know, I really believe that you could do it. And my mom is always feeling like I can fly and do everything else. So I was like, OK, so pretty much like I just prayed on it. And I remember like really hearing God's voice. And it was kind of like the worst that could happen is, you know, you say that you tried to create the shoe company, which is still a big deal because there's not too many people that's going to even try because they don't know where to start. But what if everything goes right and it goes well? I mean, solidifying generational wealth, solidifying, solidifying um, you know, your future children's future and their kids and their kids and so on and so forth. Um, you're breaking generational curses so it was like all these great things and I'm like you know what I'm gonna just I'm gonna just jump and I did and it's been like I mean I, there's not even honestly a word to describe how successful we've been in like a few months so mm-hmm. all I can say is like God opens doors for a reason he closes doors he opens doors for a reason Um, I didn't honestly think that this was ever going to happen because of course when you're little you know, I was a sneakerhead as a kid, so I was like, oh, it would be so cool to have my own shoe. Like, everybody yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to be Michael Jordan. So who wouldn't want their own shoe? But I never thought about a shoe company. So it's, you know, God, he always allows us to see the bigger picture, at the end. Of the, you know, at the end of the day. So um, it worked out the way it was supposed to. That's all I can say. It wasn't something that I was expecting. I was thinking about. But sometimes those unexpected blessings, you know, they're sprinkled within our life at some point. And um, I just feel like he sprinkled a lot. And, uh... <laughs> It's been, it's been amazing ever since, to be honest.
0: That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I'm, I'm so excited just to hear that story and how you broke it down because I know so many people out there, especially this audience that's going to be tuning in, are going to be like, mm-hmm. man, that's very inspiring and motivating because, yeah, as a kid, right, you want to have your own show. You want to be like Mike, like you say, and it's like, man, I never thought about owning a shoe company, like you said. And right now, mm-hmm. I know what you got, Michael Vick, you got Deion Sanders, Waka Flocka, you got what Marla Wayne's supporting your brand and pushing it mm-hmm. out there. And it's like, yeah. man, you know, who would have thought, right? Right. Yeah. And listen, I know I don't mm-hmm. have you long and I definitely want to ask you one final question because I know you got many other things to do, more important things to do right now. Um, but I would love to hear, you know, some advice. What What advice would you give to that young girl, that young boy uh, that's out there looking to, you know, go after their dreams, especially getting into the field of sports, you know, going out to business, whatever they want to do and accomplish. What would you tell them just knowing what you know now? And most simple
1: answer I have for that is if you want to go get it, Um that's how I live my life. Like I don't make excuses as to why, like I don't accomplish things or why I haven't got a certain, you know, to a certain point in my life. Because I feel like as long as I'm putting the work and I'm going after it with everything that I have, I'm protecting my dream. I'm making sacrifices. It's all it's already written. So all I got to do is, is put in that work and just continue to stay focused. So I would say if if that's what you want, if that's your dream, if that's your baby, protect it like it is no matter how many times you have to fall, you have to break, you have to get back up, you have to lose friends, lose sleep at night, whatever it may be. If that's what you want, then you have to treat it like that. You have to go after it with everything that you have. And um, main thing is protect that dream. And then also, I gotta say this too, watch who's in your circle. Like, make sure that the people around you have the same vision as you, or even greater. So if there's anybody that's lacking that vision, they don't need to be in your little your little circle, so that that plays a big role because whoever you hang out with is who you become.
0: Yo, what's going on, gang? Tapping back into the podcast. Look, I hope you all enjoyed that segment just as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. That was a snippet of a conversation that I had with my girl, Santia Deck. And look, if you want to check out the full episode to that, go to episode 123, the highest paid female football player in the world. So be sure to go ahead and tap in show some love. Also, make sure you hop over to her Instagram at trackbaby001 again that's track baby 001 she's gonna pop up right there let her know where you coming from show some love you know what i'm saying tap in she's very open you know she's cool and she's willing to communicate and talk to each and every one of you so make sure y'all show some love man and look if you want to holler at your boy you got some questions for me you just want to tap in follow me on instagram at deandre underscore evans that's d-a-n-d-r-e underscore e-v-a-n-s and i will be sure to show love and tap in with each and every one of you so look if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to the podcast make sure you leave a five star rating and review on the show let me know your thoughts and go ahead and tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend so we all can level up together so I'm gonna stop talking because guess what we got a couple more episodes to drop before the month is over and I hope y'all ready because I got more episodes after that and more episodes after that more guests after that more celebrities after that and a lot of stuff happening so until next time y'all Much love, peace, and blessings.